welcome to the Eastside Movement Company podcast. I'm Dr. Anthony Arcido, co-owner of Eastside Movement Company. This podcast, we are going to discuss all things health and wellness, dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way you can actually understand. Hello, and welcome to the Eastside Movement Company podcast. I am Dr. Anthony Arcido. Uh, owner of Eastside Movement Company Physical Therapy, and I'm super pumped to have um, Michelle Balio, um, a massage therapist and owner of Empower Massage right here in Windsor Park. Thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'm super excited to like chat with you more. Like we've obviously chatted a decent amount, like just in general. But like yeah. I'm always excited to like talk to other healthcare providers, um, especially in this format, just to kind of like pick your brain on different stuff and like that sort of thing, mm-hmm. more or less. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background. Like, are you from Texas? Like, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so I grew up in a small town, Smithville. Um, mm-hmm. It's not too far from Austin. And in 2010, I went to the University of Texas here and that's where I moved. I stayed here forever. I hope to stay here forever. Um, and yeah, I graduated with a degree in kinesiology, uh, health promotion, and I specialize as a health fitness instructor. Um, I graduated in 2014. And leading up to my gradu- graduation, I was like, what am I doing with my life? Did I just waste four years of my life? Um, I was, you know, eating, sleeping, breathing like health and fitness for the last four years. And so I just felt like pretty burnt out. And I realized that um, I wasn't sure that the career path that I had chosen was like the decision that I had made for myself. So um, growing up, like my parents were from Mexico, they moved here, you know, um, they wanted to provide a better life for us. The expectation was make it to college and yeah. like make money, like live a better life, right? Mm-hmm. So they sacrificed a lot of like their stuff so that we could have more. And I just didn't have, I felt because of that experience, I didn't have a lot of exposure to what careers were out there. Mm-hmm. And in school, I had like a really awesome teacher that I really connected with. And she always, you know, was helping me kind of navigate these things. and. She was like, well, you know, like, you love science, you love chemistry, like, you're good at it. Um, She was like, what about a career in, like, uh, pharmacy? And I was just like, great, that sounds great. You know, you checked (laughs) it off. I like science, and it, you know, you make money. Cool. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of, like, how I started off at college. And I went the pre-pharmacy route, uh, quickly realized it was not going to (laughs) pay for me. Um, I just came from a really small school, and I just felt like, behind from like all of the peers I was around. So um, I was, you know, also thinking about like the pre-physical therapy route. So mm-hmm. I got out of the school as fast as I could. Uh, the college was natural sciences and I switched over to college of education. Um, but yeah, like I, so, so yeah. And after I graduated, um, again, I just kind of like felt lost. I didn't feel like I had decided like mm-hmm. for myself um and then what happened from there yeah so I just took a job like yeah. pay the bills like whatever it's fine I took a break I just completely forgot about health and wellness for for the whole year and then after coming up on a year 
um, the expectation was like, okay, like now you have to go through the process to become an assistant manager. The progression, this was like assistant manager, um, branch manager, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And thinking about that was super painful. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I can't do it, I can't do it. And so I quit. And I jumped back into um, the fitness field, okay. and I started training um, the geriatric population. We typically come in after like physical therapy oh, nice. was completed, and mm -hmm. then we just continue the regimen and just keeping them healthy and moving. Sweet. Um, it gave me a glimpse into the future mm -hmm. and what happens if I don't take care of my body. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so that was super helpful. You know, For it sure. really shaped a lot of my thoughts that I have now. Um, and. Yeah, so I picked up powerlifting during that time and just kind of fell in love with the industry again. And I was just like, okay, so I'm realizing that I love to be around people. I love to help people. Um, thinking about going back to school was pretty daunting. Again, mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to navigate that path. Like, my school had been paid for, thankfully. Uh, nice. So taking on loans, it was like, oh, my God, that's so terrifying. Almost as terrifying as the IRS. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I was freaking out like this year. Um, I was just like, again, I just didn't have the guidance. And so um, I was just like, and, and also like, I, I felt like it hadn't been painted very pretty. Like mm -hmm. the, the picture of PT was like, oh, um, kind of like a PT mill and like yeah. the time to work with people. The, the doctor actually doesn't really see the patients very much. It's a lot of insurance paperwork yada yada and I was just like well yeah I really want to work with like people so that was kind of mm -hmm. like where I landed and then through powerlifting I started experiencing some issues that I had had previously but um, I just kind of didn't think of it as like a big deal it wasn't that bad but you know when you're 95 pounds and you're trying to go over 200 pounds like yeah. your body's gonna scream at you and be like fix this mm -hmm. and so I that was kind of like how I got introduced um, to manual therapy. Nice. Um, I went to a place that, like, I actually ended up getting worse, um, and so I was just like, oh gosh, stressed out. Yeah. That was my first introduction, so I was just oh man, like, that's always that's really tough. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, um, am I broken? Does this mean that I just can't get better? And yeah. you know, and a lot of you know, experiences with my clients were with my clients, like they share similar experiences. Like I've had a horrible experience with this or that and mm -hmm. they kind of give up or, you know, after even seeing their first provider, their first mod, um, and then eventually like they try again because your body needs help. So Yeah. That's what I did. Mm -hmm. I tried again and I remembered someone that came in to one of our classes at U T and um, I was just like I really valued my professors and so I was like okay, like he has their stamp of approval, like this must be great. Mm -hmm. So I went in, first session, magic. And yeah. so I was just like, what did you just do? Like, how do you do this? This is amazing. And he was what he called himself to be like a hybrid coach mm -hmm. where he did, like his clients were typically like um, his training clients, but he also did manual therapy. Oh, nice. And so his goal was to basically combine the both or combine both of them mm -hmm. uh, for the best outcome. And so, um, yeah, I just asked him. He ended up becoming my mentor, and he was like, um, he was actively his techniques. I'm nice. not sure if yeah. familiar. Mm -hmm. um, he did that, and he told me, like, yeah, you can become, like, a licensed massage therapist and then do the certification. So about a month later, um, 
massage therapy school, which definitely had a Thai freaking stomach. Mm. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> I signed up, and the goal was, like, to get certified while I was at school for ART. I did it. Super intense, but I nice. freaking did it, and um, I just started doing sports-based ther- uh, therapy. So I did that, and then in 2019, I had knots, mm. um, and then through my experience with postpartum and just becoming a mom in general, um, that's when like Empowering Couch Studio was born. Nice. And um, I started expanding my clientele to like women in motherhood life, and so yeah, just. I'm in business now for almost a year, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's so interesting how people find like our therapies type of fields, mm-hmm. um, because most people, I feel like the typical story is like I got hurt as a kid, playing sports, mm-hmm. and then I went through rehab and I like fitness seems cool, right? Yeah. But it's like it's funny because I had a similar experience as you. Like I had been to a couple physical therapists, and. I didn't really like see the like I didn't like they weren't that helpful Mm -hmm. and I was like well there has to be something better than this and then like you know and then as you like kind of continue to dive into it you're like oh there's some of these people that are really good at this like this is really interesting Um, you know and and it kind of like steers you along that path like that first bad experience almost like makes you more curious about like yeah well what is going on with me and is there other people that are like is 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 everybody the same or are there people that are better than this and that's what you end up finding with that is like not like this is definitely a field where not all people like in this field are uh equal in skill level you know yeah i'm always telling my clients like just because one provider regardless of the field even within Mm -hmm. like art providers like they're not all the same right so um experience plays a huge role and I'm always educating my clients and I refer them to like PT for like mm-hmm. you guys and I'm just like trust me yeah <laughs> they're not all the same this is very different it's not your typical like PT insurance um, clinic and mm-hmm. so there's a lot of education because unfortunately it's that is a lot of people's initial experience for sure for sure yeah and it's and it is very unfortunate because I think a lot of people just end up like giving up mm-hmm. and like they'll be like you know and it's even like I feel like oh, you know, I went to chiropractic and it just doesn't work for me. Or it's like, I went to physical therapy, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Massage therapy doesn't work for me. And it's just like, well, it's not necessarily the, like, field. It's more of, like, those individual, like, providers, like you yeah. said. Um, and some people are just constrained by, like, what they can do insurance-wise, you know, yeah. at the clinics that they're at, um, which is unfortunate, but also the, unfor- the unfortunate reality of things. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And, so, and so with um, – it's kind of interesting you said um, – when you're talking about like you kind of went to school and like you didn't have like an exposure to a lot of like careers mm-hmm. and it's so interesting you say that because I grew up in like uh, like small ish town in Michigan and it's like a similar thing like everybody's like oh what are you gonna do I'm gonna be a doctor I'm gonna be a lawyer I'm gonna be a teacher mm-hmm. you know it's like those are like yeah. the three like <laughs> common things like I don't even know about tech like I have no idea like yeah. I'm like people in Michigan became like mechanical engineers which like you work for like an automotive place mm-hmm. um, and it's so interesting how like we're not even exposed to like all these different careers. Yeah. Um, so when you were in college and like kind of figuring that, that out, like, were you just like, Oh man, like I am only aware of like pharmacy and this other one. And if like pharmacy doesn't work out, it's just like, what am I going to do? Was that kind of like your anxiety around that basically? Yeah. It was just like, what else is there? And I, I think my biggest thing, like my parents had always told me to always pursue something that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And with them being like, 
um, running their own businesses, you know, they started their own businesses. That was the only, like, model that I've had. So I was just like, I, I don't know. I didn't see them navigate how it was to work with other people. And so when I had that experience where I was beginning to do, like, internships and things like that, I was just like, you know, I couldn't go to my parents and be like, I'm struggling with this. Like, how do I get that support? And so, yeah, I was just freaked out. Yeah. Like, if I don't choose one of these two career paths in, like, medical fields, medical mm-hmm. to me meant, like, success, right? Yeah. So what else is out there? What can I do? I didn't really know anything else. I mean, becoming a lawyer or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Because I feel very similar mm-hmm. to you. Since yeah. I was is, is super small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's so funny to say that. Yeah. It's because, like, we, like, in a small town, like, there's a local physician or like a local dentist and you're like, oh, they're successful. Like, yeah, you exactly. know, like that seems like something that you'd want to do. Yeah, you um, see like a money sign. Yeah, and then you come to Austin and you're like, oh, I didn't know about this thing called tech. Uh. Yeah, I hear, I've heard, like I've learned about, which is cool because yeah. with what I do, I learn about so many different careers now. Yeah, oh my gosh, So in I my know. head I pocket like, ooh, <laughs> like that sounds interesting. Like, ooh, if this doesn't work out, you know, like, well, you know. So it's just super duper cool like, oh, yeah. getting to experience that now. And so I'm a whole, like, very much less fearful of, mm-hmm. like, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. And yeah. I don't know who said, like, a career can't be as successful as you want it to be. So, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think it's a great mindset into, like, anybody, like, that's starting their own business because, you know, it's like you have to just kind of be like, the worst that is going to happen is this fails and you know what i'll find another job like mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world yeah. right you know you just yeah. kind of have to have that like you know outlook yeah. that outlook otherwise like you'll never make that jump into like starting your own thing mm-hmm. so were you so like starting your own thing like did it just kind of come out of just like organic did it just come out organically like where you're like okay like i'm here i'm postpartum like they need someone that does massage i can do massage like yeah. i should just start my own thing or was it like something you always had like on your radar uh, like, was it something that massage was always on? Uh, right starting now? your own or business. Starting? Yeah. I think that it was subconsciously, mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, like, on my radar. Um, my mom had always taught me to, like, she always instilled that I should always develop a skill that I can always make money regardless of what I'm doing for a career. Yeah. And so I did do that, and I started that with um, photography, like, and I started that in college, and nice. it was just a really nice way to make just extra, like, play income and stuff like that, so um, she always taught me that, and so I think naturally when I went to massage school, I was just like, well, I have the skills, like, you know, like, why wouldn't I try to, like, continue to, you know, I had a mentor, which was a big deal, I think it's important to always work under someone mm-hmm. in some way, Yeah. Um, but... I, yeah, I think naturally it was just like, how would I get a big chunk of my money? But also, also, I think the expectation is just like going into a, like going into a spa. And I just knew that was not what I wanted to do. Like yeah. initially when I went to massage school, I was like, I'm not doing massage. I'm doing yeah. <laughs> ART, which again, I've evolved since. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so I don't know if that really answered the question, but it was just yeah. like, it just, I think naturally wanted to make sure that I did it the way that I wanted to do mm-hmm. it and the way that I felt was like very like effective. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's like I spend so much time with my clients and like I don't mm-hmm. want that hour. Like I need that communication for for people. You you know like the intake 
you know, being a good teacher with with their movements. I don't Mm -hmm. want her to be stuck in just, like, you know, five minutes to, like, get undressed, um, check in for, like, a minute, do the session quietly, and then, like, five minutes, you know, out the door. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to make sure that I I do a great job on that, too. That makes sense. And it's, like, the best vehicle for that usually is, like, Mm -hmm. your own business because then you can form things how you want to do it. Yeah. Um, So what was it like um, kind of, like, once – became pregnant, um, you had your son, and then, you know, you kind of got hooked up um, around here in town, but Mm -hmm. what has it been like, you know, experiencing pregnancy and then starting to treat more people postpartum? Do you feel like that's something you could have done without being pregnant, or do you feel like you have a much better appreciation for pregnancy? Like, um, No, I would say that I absolutely did not want to work with pregnant women before I was pregnant. Um, I was like, no, like, no. And I was just 100% in, like, the fitness industry like I had been. Like, that's all I wanted to do. I was was very Um, hyper-focused. And, um, yeah, but I'm just a very empathetic person. So, for me, it's like I need to – experience and not that like you always have to experience it sometimes yeah. friends reach connect with them but like it was I could understand pain and so I think that's why like I love massage because I had experienced so much stuff through like training and receiving my own therapy like I just feel what it's like and I know what it's like to be like like I feel something they're working on me I'm like it's just not it's just not quite right like you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah and so like I just want to make sure that people feel listened to and I can kind of have a decent understanding of what they're going through yeah so thankfully a lot of my moms (laughs) are like my pregnancy is smooth sailing and it's great and so I'm like wow that's amazing Mm -hmm. (laughs) like um so so yeah but I definitely don't think that I could have um done as good of a job without Mm -hmm. having that experience for sure yeah I think you get to understand like everything that goes with it like Mm -hmm. when you actually experience it right and it's like until and especially with pregnancy it's like um i treated plenty of women who have been pregnant throughout my career and until like i witnessed it firsthand with my wife being pregnant uh, with our daughter it's like oh my gosh like one like much more like resilient you know like the body is than like you think it's gonna be like i almost like i think before i would view it as like very delicate Mm -hmm. um and gentle where it's like no, like, you can handle a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. it's kind of, it's honestly, like, pretty amazing. Yeah. But then also, like, the ups and downs that, like, people go through. Like, it's definitely not, like, a straight line where it's like, oh, it just is going to get harder as the more you get pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard, and then it's easy, and then yeah. it's hard, and then it's, like, steady, and then it's hard, and then yeah. it's easier, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty great. And I think the cool thing, especially, like, coming from, like, an, you coming from an athletic background is, you know, the level of activity women can have like continuing to be pregnant is kind of like amazing yeah like, um, that's, for sure. that's one thing I love like talking to people about yeah. because it's like you know you're so much more resilient than you think like your mm-hmm. pregnant body can adapt to so much and like as long as you've been doing it for you know mm-hmm. before you were pregnant um, mm-hmm. and you can do a lot you can yeah. lift very very heavy like I don't know like there's so many videos floating around and it triggers like a lot of it's like conversation of like you shouldn't be like lifting that heavy things like that and i think it doesn't help that you know like a lot of doctors are like be careful be gentle like lift your feet rest your feet Mm -hmm. things like that like 
we're not fragile. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, we can accomplish a lot. But then, of course, there are some things, right? I experience, like, not necessarily, like, pregnancy complications, but um, with my pelvis, like, Mm -hmm. it just completely popped in time, and it was so excruciating, and it was frustrating because I felt like I had done a good job to build my body before Mm -hmm. that in preparation for, like, you know, pregnancy or whatever, and I thought my body could support that. But unfortunately, with my, I don't know, genetics or, like, previous injuries, Mm -hmm. since that's always, like, magnified during pregnancy, um, where a lot of times it can be, it just didn't happen that way. And so, yeah, that was hard. But, but yeah, definitely, it's, it's, like you said, it's like a roller coaster. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard. And sometimes it's easy, and sometimes it's hard. So, yeah. But, I mean, you think about women, like, I had one client, she had three pregnant twins, Mm -hmm. and she's, um, a nurse, and 100 miles a minute, like. Yeah. She's, like, going nonstop. Yeah, and she's, like, (laughs) mowing the neighbor's yard, and, like, she was, like, like, I don't know, she had them a little bit early, but, like, third week pregnant, like, still mowing the lawn, like, pregnant twins, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, like, you know, we treat a lot of, like, runners and that sort of thing, and, like, people will run, like far into their pregnancy like mm-hmm. before they ever have to stop yeah. and like some run at a pretty fast pace you know yeah, <laughs> where you're I like know, dang like impressive yeah <laughs> it's very impressive it's very impressive for sure um but yeah it, i think it's cool and i think it, like it's it's a subset of people but i think it also like speaks to like a lot of the people we see like people in general like their bodies are much more resilient than they think like yeah. i think i was talking to someone today and like one thing we have realized like buying equipment is like oh well, we only need to get up to like a 50 pound dumbbell or like a 40 pound kettlebell and then it's like people that are like this is too light and then like you keep loading them up more and more and they're like oh i feel better and they're lifting a lot and it's like you start to realize in your head you're like oh man people are like much stronger and much more resilient even when they're in pain to like and that can help like push them forward even more yeah that's just that's so true and i don't know training is just it's just awesome to watch people like see like to see people become like do what they're capable of doing or doing what they're capable of doing is really really fun and like you said sometimes like like even us I feel like as providers Mm -hmm. right like we think you know like maybe this is where they should start but they can actually do so much more exactly it's really cool to see yeah and they just get stuck doing low-level things for a while where wherever else and then they're like oh this doesn't work because it's like it was never enough to stimulate any growth Mm -hmm. right they were just like I don't know. Like yeah. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know podcast is, a, is not a visual medium, but I moved my arms back and forth as if I was doing, I don't yeah. know what I was doing, but yeah. And, and I'm sure like you also experience where like, I feel like you can take them through, you know, you watch them through their workout mm-hmm. and they're still talking and breathing. So then yeah. you actually could take them through the workout. And sometimes with just the cues alone, yeah. they're like, oh my gosh, that same workout was so much harder. For sure. And so even just, the way that you just activate the body and then these cues like can really make it so much more challenging and people are like I haven't been really working out then yeah, <laughs> or like, yeah. you know what I mean like the mm-hmm. intensity and yeah all of a sudden it changes you're like they're like oh this is how this mo- this movement should feel yeah. like because sometimes people will just do a movement and then like just go through it and then not even realize yeah. like oh I'm not even sore from it's like not even doing yeah. anything you it's know it's super passive mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like you know what I mean Oh, 100%. 100%. So now with Empower and, like, you've kind of, like, established yourself pretty well over the last year, like, how has, like, 
your model slash like mindset changed about what you do? Um, yeah, like kind of like how, how do you usually like to work with people? Yeah, so it's a lot more flexible. Um, when I was in school and, you know, like with my specializa- specialization, it was very heavy on like functional fitness, proper mm-hmm. form, proper core engagement, not progressing until you've mastered it. And so me as like, um, uh, like as a perfectionist, I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I kind of get very stuck in that, like must be perfect. And yeah. so over time and my experience and everything and like experiences that I've had and whatnot, like in just working with people, it's just a lot more flexible. Like yeah. I'm just like, just start, right? Obviously mm-hmm. like you have to make sure that they're not gonna get injured or anything, but sometimes like, sometimes just a little detail is like work, it work themselves out, you know? And then also like when they come in, I talk a lot about their lifestyle because mm-hmm. I think oftentimes we get stuck in, it's like, you should do this or this or that, um, but it doesn't fit their lifestyle. And mm-hmm. so sometimes they feel like if they can't do that, it's not, they're not successful. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes we just have to start with the basics mm-hmm. and just, you know, get outside, just walk yeah. on the ground or something. Like, don't worry about anything. Just start there. If that yeah. fits your lifestyle right now, go for it. Um, and then just kind of develop that journey instead of trying to jump right in into something to make them feel better, right? Some people yeah. are ready for it. Some people aren't quite there yet. Sometimes mm. their nervous system isn't like ready for it. So, yeah. you know? Yeah, kind of meeting people where they're at in their mm-hmm. life, I think is so important, especially yeah. as a provider. Because, yeah, I think sometimes people, like, they have best intentions with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, oh, well, you need to sleep eight hours. You yeah. have to change up your eating habits. Like, you have to do all these things. Yeah. And then you have to do all this other stuff on top of it. And people are like, like 10 minutes a day that yeah. I can like give to this, you know? And, yeah. and so it's like, it's, it, it becomes overwhelming mm-hmm. and, uh, you just can't do it. Like it, I think my perspective like really changed, um, in the last like couple years, kind of like yours has, because I went and saw this provider and she was super smart, but she gave me so much information. And I remember leaving there like, why do I want to do any of this? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, I don't even know where to start. There was like 50 things that yeah. she said to do. And it's just like, it's too much. So sometimes it's just like, simplify easier like what can they actually like Mm -hmm. handle what they can they do is just like so key I think for people it's just like meeting them where they're at and then like building it from there you know yeah it's super important and you know I always ask like what do you feel you can do that will make you feel successful yeah and again like like, sometimes it's unrelated to like movement sometimes it's just beginning a a healthy habit like Mm -hmm. if they don't drink water you know it's definitely like imperative that they drink water yeah um and just focus on that and so yeah the journey just kind of develops and again some are a lot slower mm-hmm. but that's okay because it's sustainable yeah and it's again it's what they will do versus if you like we said try to throw something at them they might just quit like shut down and just yeah you know just yeah. it's like once you can't do like two or three things the next day it's easier to just be like i yeah. i didn't do it yesterday <laughs> and i might as well yeah. just not do it Forget today it. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's me all the time still it's so funny so yeah (laughs) right right it's super easy to and it's like you know uh you can preach these things all day but it becomes like very hard to just like actually do those things in your own life sometimes it's it's very challenging right like you're like i talk about this all day like why can't i do it Mm -hmm. you know um but again like it helps to have someone keep you accountable you know like for sure yeah like (laughs) 
your, you know, provider probably has their own, like, PT mm-hmm. or massage therapist. Or, yeah. Like, because, again, at some point, it's, it's about accountability. It doesn't yeah. matter if you know what you know how to do. Like, sometimes you just need that accountability. Mm-hmm. And so, like, right now with my massage therapist, like, she's, she's helping me a lot. And just, and I feel more motivated uh, like just working with her just makes it easier to like do, and I also yeah. don't want to disappoint her, so I right? hate disappointing people. So I will be an A plus student. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's so true, and I think that's one of the biggest things. Like, um, I think when people are struggling, like doing stuff, like they might have a general idea of what to do, a general mm-hmm. idea of what's going on, but they can't be consistent. I think like yeah. that's one thing that's very underrated. That like what we provide as like therapists is is accountability for sure like it can just change everything you know about like just being like hey someone's gonna be like next week or two weeks from now be like how have things been going and you have to answer that question and like they might say that's okay but deep down you both know that it's not okay yeah it's a team effort (laughs) yeah for sure people come in and I think that's why I refer so much to you guys and I think people think that they have to be injured I'm like no like you don't always have to like really be like injured or what I don't know mm-hmm. I truly don't know what goes on in their minds but um I'm just kind of like please like you know it's gonna be the accountability it's a team effort you it can is. come in all you want but I can't just fix you like mm-hmm. you have to go home and continue like healthy habits and implement like things into your life that mm-hmm. are gonna improve you cannot come in go home do the same things and mm-hmm. expect change exactly so. exactly oh 100 percent. I tell people all the time like you can come in seven days a week for 12 weeks and it's not going to speed up the process yeah. because it's like you could still have to do that same those same things like daily or at least like four to five times a week to like really like get this change over a period of time and it's hard yeah. it's hard to do but i think like you know you find the right people and like that sort of stuff and people buy into it and all of a sudden like they see awesome changes you see awesome changes and like it's just like such a it's great thing you yeah. know um when yeah it's like the best when you see like people like actually yeah. like holy crap like you couldn't do any of this stuff now and it's like not even like a couple months later and it's like you're back doing a bunch of like all these things that you want to do like it's pretty awesome to see like it's definitely the most at least for me like the most like rewarding part about our like our jobs you know yeah Um, it's super rewarding to be a part of that journey and it's so funny i'm sure everyone's like thank you and everything Mm -hmm. and like when people feel better like they thank me i'm like no it's like it's a team effort like for sure exactly yeah yeah we're, we're really guides along the way yeah. if anything it's like we're just trying to like simplify the process make it easy for you to implement it and then it's like you you yeah. implemented it and you did yeah. it all so yeah. like, that's the best part yeah. so so when when should people come and see you who should come and see you how can they reach out to you all that yeah. sort of stuff so ideally mm-hmm. you want to you know have some sort of provider whether it's yeah. massage chiropractic pt mm-hmm. whatever it is before you're in pain, um, you know, really check in with your body and, you know, are you stressed? Are you having any, like, residual things going on from a previous injury? What's going on? You know, Mm -hmm. like, it's always going to be, even if you're not in pain, it's a good idea to have something where you can check in with your body periodically. Mm -hmm. So, ideally, before you have pain, but if you are experiencing pain, or if you're pregnant, um, you're postpartum, definitely come and see me. Um, And then, Yeah, like yep. almost right across, right the, across street. the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have some clients who they get a massage and they go straight to Hank's. Nice, it's awesome. 
Nice, yeah, it's great. It's their their patio is great. Uh, the where their like little coffee like area yeah. is. I go there uh, too often for like my yeah. admin days. So <laughs> for sure, <laughs> for sure, I know. It's a great atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're like it's that much yeah, for an iced tea. Everything's uh, gone up like crazy. In for Austin, sure, so it's all good. For sure, for sure. Well, thank you so much, uh, Michelle, for coming on. Really appreciate your time, and uh, definitely like highly recommend like one of the best like people and like massage therapists that I've met in town. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Before we go, I wanted to thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to help support the podcast, take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Eastside Movement Co. To stay up to date on all the latest from us, sign up for our newsletter on our website, eastsidemovement.com, or give us a follow on Instagram at Eastside Movement Co. Thank you again for listening. Thank you.